Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and it's an honor to be here with you tonight to bring you the Word of God. And I pray that this Word tonight will sink so deeply into your heart that you will not be the same after this broadcast. So I see you guys jumping on. Welcome, welcome. And so we're going to dive right in. You know, if you're thinking about the coming year, and I know I am, right? And doing the, the, the things that the Lord wants me to walk into or to do, I always am thinking about how to bring him glory, right? And yet there's things that I need to do, you know, in my life. Um, I want to be there for my husband, you know, help him out with his business. I want to be there with for my son. You know, there's different things. You've got to make dinner, laundry, you know, your day-to-day -day food shopping, you know, kind of stuff, right? You, we live our lives and, and yet I want to, I want to be in a place and I know that, that God, it, it, you know, I want to impact people for Jesus. And this is my number one heart's desire. And even when I think about it, I start, I, I just get overwhelmed, like, because it's the desire of my heart and it, it brings me to tears, not in a bad way, but I don't, you know, I was talking with my husband about this just a little while ago and I got like overwhelmed to tears and I said, my gosh, I don't even know why I'm so emotional. And I felt like the Lord dropped it in my spirit and I felt like he was pleased that, you know, I think that sometimes we try to be too much or do too much for, um, how do I say this, and put things that God would call priorities in our lives, like our families and, you know, those different things that I mentioned. A lot of times when you're, you know, focused on a, a career or a job, maybe you're a solopreneur, a coach, you know, this, that, you try to focus maybe like so much on your business that you're, or you're even, or your ministry that you're putting your family, you know, not making enough time for them or putting these other things that the Lord would call a priority on the back burner. And, you know, and anyway, I just felt like it pleased the Lord to hear me, you know, well, he knows my heart, that this is my heart. And I felt like he was pleased with that. And I thought, you know, I was just asking this morning, because especially when looking to the year ahead, I don't want to make any decision without God. I don't want to, I don't, I, you know, he said in John 15, apart from me, you can do nothing, right? And I, Andrew Womack always says, without Jesus, you're a big zero with the rim knocked off. <laughs> I love that. I love it because it's the truth. Without Jesus, we're nothing. We can do nothing, right? If you're dependent on the flesh, yeah, that's not going to be a good thing, right? It's the flesh profits you nothing. It's just, honestly, we're here. God has given us these, these bodies and, and we need to take care of them because of the temple of the Holy Spirit. We're here to glorify God, right? On this earth to do, um, you know, good works that he has predestined for us to walk in, right? We're to love God and love people. Anyway, I'm kind of got off on what I was talking about, but Aw, you guys are so sweet. I just want to say that. Aw, we are sick love for Jesus. I don't know what that meant. Anyway, okay, so let me, I mean, I could look at the messages. And, and one of these days, I promise you, I will do a Q&A of some sort where we, we're just talking and communicating, maybe just a spontaneous live to see what's going on with you guys. But I want to, 
um, you know, bring this message. So anyway, I'm talking about making your decisions with God, not apart from him, not on your own, right? Because so many times we think, I have to do this, or I've got to do this to keep up with, you know, or, or you compare yourself to what someone else, maybe even in your own field is doing and thinking that you need to catch up or you need to do what they're doing. And it will stress you out faster than anything because it's not your assignment. And this is something that God has taught me, you know, over the years. And I'm, that's honestly, I don't even try to look at like what other people are doing because it's not my assignment. You know, I'm not saying I don't keep up with, you know, what's going on in the world, but I'm talking about comparison and feeling like my ministry needs to be like someone else's. Absolutely not. And it's not, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's other people, you know, that do what I do. I, I don't know, but I just do what God tells me to do. And that's how I stay in a place of rest, knowing that I am fulfilling the call of God on my life and you can do the same. So meaning do what God has told you to do and you can't go wrong. And if you feel yourself starting to get stressed somewhere, there's somewhere that you're maybe out of alignment, you know, and this, this is going to be important, especially in the coming year is to make sure that you are in alignment with what God has told you to do. It's very important. And so I see my son is watching. Oh, hi Vince. So um, anyway, I just, um, okay, got, that was, that's a nice surprise. Okay, so, um, you know, everybody can have moments of victory in their lives, but God doesn't want you to live in moments of victory. He wants you to live victoriously. 24 7 and that's the beautiful thing if you are born again Jesus is your Lord and Savior you have access to God 24 7 how because his Holy Spirit lives in you the very spirit of his son Jesus lives in you <laughs> love you too baby okay sorry that just threw me off because I think this is the first time that my son is watching the broadcast and oh, I'm gonna cry no okay back to um Back to the message. Sorry, guys. This is just amazing. Transparency. Love, right? God is so good and he's so faithful. He's so faithful. So, true victory is letting God live through you and flow through you 24-7. I mean, just releasing God to others. That is so important, right? He said, love God, love him, and love people. Two commandments Jesus gave us. Love God love people. That's it, right? And when you think about the new and the coming year, make sure that you put aside distractions, clear out the noise of what everybody else is doing, comparing yourself to other people. Don't do that. Focus on your own assignment. What is it that you have peace about doing? What is it that you know that you should be doing? Maybe you haven't yet. Get back with God and ask. You know, just, um, was it this morning? Yesterday morning. I think it was yesterday morning. I, I was, you know, he gave me, I am not even kidding. I, he gave me like this plan for 2020 in five minutes. You know that's the Holy Spirit because if I was sitting there trying to figure it all out, it would take me days. And I was just, oh my gosh, I was just like writing as fast as I could. It was like boom, 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 boom. Oh my gosh. And I said, Lord, you know, help me. I think right before he gave me this download, I said, Lord, help me to 
to plan my days and to, to plan everything that you want me to do so that I'm not, um, how did I say it? So that I'm in a place of rest and help me to not do anything that's of the flesh, right? Meaning, let me not do anything that's coming just from me because I think that's what I want to do or that's what I should do. I said, Lord, I want the instructions from you. And I'm telling you, it's like I, when you ask him with your whole heart, boom, he gives it to you. You know, I'm not, there was no like half-baked thing here. It was, Lord, help me to do the things that, only the things that you want me to do. And let me not do anything out of the flesh. I don't want to do anything apart from you because it won't succeed. And, you know, God knows my heart. You know, there's there's people out there that push themselves and push themselves and push themselves, you know, to promote themselves and this and that and this and that. And you know what? On social media, there's a perception there, but the reality is there's there probably a lot of people are very burnt out and I don't want to be burned out. I want to be effective. I want to do only what God has me to do so that I can be effective for the multitudes. So anyway, none of this was even in my notes. God is just, I opened my mouth. I asked him to fill it. And so I hope that this is, oh, someone just said this is a confirmation. Yay, Jackie, that makes my heart so happy because it's true. Don't get up, don't get caught up in comparing yourself to anyone, even in your field. Don't do it. Or even if you're a stay-at-home mom, right, and you've, you're raising your children. Let me tell you something, and Vince is watching. I wish I'd have done a better job with that right? But a lot of times I was too busy. I was on the phone, you know, this and that. Don't do that. Put your family first. That is God's heart, right? Family. The enemy is out to destroy families. Do not let that happen to your family. And even if, if you don't have kids, it's just you and your, you and your spouse, right? You and your husband or you and your wife. Don't let anything come between you. Too many people throw their lives away, their, their marriage, their, their family away for, for five minutes of, of temptation or, you know, giving in to, to things that they shouldn't. So don't let that happen to you. Anyway, I don't know. That was for somebody. So I was talking about putting away all distractions and focus on what God wants you to do. If you don't know what he wants you to do, what is in your heart? And then just get alone with him and say, Lord, what would you have me to do? How do you want my days to look? Right? Ask him. Ask him. Okay. And remember this too. You know, maybe you're in a battle right now. Maybe you're, you know, you've got a sickness going on. <clears throat> Let me just say this. You've got Christ living in you, the very spirit of God. Remember that Jesus never lost a battle he never lost a fight. And even when it looked like at the cross that he was losing, he wasn't losing. And remember he said in Matthew 26, 53, he said, don't you think that I could call down thousands of angels right now, right? Or legions of angels. I could, he said, don't you think I could ask my father? And he would send, I could ask him for thousands, legions of angels, and he would do it instantly, instantly. Oh my gosh, do you know you can ask the Father for protection over your family to send angels of protection and he would do it instantly. And you know what? That is the scripture to back that up. Matthew 
2653. Because if it's in the word, it's for you and me today. That's awesome. And, you know, I think about like Peter, right? And I, I talk about Peter sometimes, Peter walking on the water. All right. Jesus didn't celebrate the fact that Peter walked on the water. Jesus expected Peter to walk on the water. Peter said, Lord, if it's you, you know, tell me to come. And Jesus looked at him and said, come. He expected him fully to walk on the water. And Peter did walk on the water. He did. And only when he looked around at the circumstances, at the wind, the waves, he started losing faith and he started to sink. And Jesus, so lovingly, right? Why did you doubt? He just said, why did you doubt? And I think about that because that's how God wants us to be today. He just wants us to trust him, right? Go, go. Oh, I think about, you really got to imagine this and think about how Jesus trusted the father with everything, with his very life. He trusted him. He trusted him. There was zero, zero, zero doubt. He said, don't, I'm telling you that Matthew 26, 53, boom, that jumped at me. Don't you think I could ask my father, right? And for thousands of angels and he would do it instantly. He would, it would be instantly done. Remember, and if you're battling with any kind of sickness or anything like that, yes, I can speak to that. You have to put your agreement with mine. What are you in agreement with? I'm telling you, this is key. This is key. Jesus said, I've given you the keys to the kingdom. Matthew 16, 19, whatever you permit on the earth will be permitted in heaven. Whatever you don't permit won't be permitted. So, but who's got to do the allowing? You know, paraphrasing, Jesus said, whatever you allow will be allowed. Whatever you don't, won't. Okay. Now, if sickness has hit your body for, you know, it, it did. If you, it can't touch your born again spirit, but it does touch people's bodies. Well, you've got a choice. You can either be in agreement with it or you could say, wait, whoa, whoa. You could be on WebMD all day long researching, or you could say, no, you know what? Listen, it's good to know about health and that's for another day. Absolutely. Because we live in physical bodies. We've got to take care of our physical bodies. But I think two people instinctively know when they're not doing the right things for their bodies, their physical bodies. But the point is, if sickness has attacked your body, okay, deep down, you may know. Is it something that you contributed to? Maybe you just weren't taking care of yourself, whatever. Whatever it is, God is still the answer. And then, so what do I mean by that? I need to back up because, okay, because I know that there are people who are battling something, some type of illness or sickness who are watching, or maybe a friend is, okay? So what you need to do is, again, repentance. Lord, right now, I am sorry that I've come into agreement with anything that is not of you. Well, guess what? This is just hitting my spirit right now. If you've doubted God, that is not, that's agreement with not God. That means that you're, you've been in agreement with the devil. So yes, you need to repent. Think about how Jesus trusted God, his father, so implicitly, there was zero doubt, zero, zero, zero. Just think about this, right? Somebody just said, what else can be bound? <laughs> Anything can be bound that needs to be bound. Jesus said, I've given you authority over all the power of the devil and nothing shall by any means harm you. Well, if something is harming you, it's because you haven't been using your authority. Jesus said, I've given it to you. He's not a liar. 
He's not a man, right? He's not a man that he should lie. God is not a man that he should lie. Jesus said, I've given you authority. And if anything's harming you, it's because you're not using the authority that he's given you. So step one, Lord, I am sorry that I've come into agreement with anything that is not of you. Maybe it's a spirit of fear. Maybe it's whatever. Just say anything that is not of you, right? And then know, understand the authority that you've been given. Now you can speak to that thing. Maybe it's anxiety. I've had to do this many times, many times. Sometimes I would just wake up and I've got, oh my gosh, I don't even know why, but there's this like this anxiety and I feel like, like something is like choking me or something. And it's just a feeling of anxiety. And it's like, it's horrible. If you have anxiety, you know, it's horrible, right? And if you don't catch it, you could go hours and you're just like jittery and you're just like, what the heck, right? No. So this is what you do. Lord, I don't even know, you know, what it, what this, well, you know what it is, but Lord, I am not even putting up with this. And right now, I'm sorry that I even came into agreement with this for the last three hours or whatever it is, right? I am sorry that I even came into agreement with this. And right now, in Jesus' name, I I command you spirit of anxiety, fear, you any unclean spirit, I command you to leave now. Leave me now in Jesus' name. Don't stop there, okay? Because you want the peace of God. Don't stop there. And then you put your hand, well, not that it's a formula, but it's just what I do. I just keep my hand, you know, one hand on my heart. And I say, and I speak the peace of Jesus Christ to my heart and mind to overflowing right now in Jesus' name. And I mean it when I say it. And I promise you within like, I don't know, a few seconds, just wait. You will literally feel, you will, you will have a physical feeling. That thing will just and leave. I know because it's happened so many times and it's happened to other people. I still, you know what? I I didn't even mean to go here tonight, but this is for you watching. This is, this is from the Lord. So someone is needing this tonight, probably several people, but there have been times when, you know, I went to breakfast with a certain friend. Well, this happened one time in particular, not too long ago, but it's happened a couple of times. And she was all stressed out and feeling fearful and anxiety so much. She couldn't even like, we couldn't enjoy a conversation. And I said, you know what? I go, no. I said, we're dealing with this right now. Right now, I need you to right now repent for having come into agreement with these feelings of this fear and this, this whatever it is. You just say, I repent for coming into agreement, Lord, with anything that is not of you. In Jesus' name, I repent for it right now. I'm sorry, Lord. Now you can take authority over it because when you repent, repentance is huge. When you say, Lord, I'm sorry, and you mean it, I'm telling you, the enemy legally has to take his hands off of you. Now you command that thing to go. If it's cancer, if I'm not yelling at you, you guys know that. I'm just very passionate. You command that thing to go now in Jesus name. And then, you know, and then speak to whatever your body part is. You know, I'm healthy. I'm strong. I'm whole. I'm happy. I'm joyful. I'm peaceful. You got to speak. You got to, I'm telling you, repentance is huge. Speak. And this has nothing to do with, well, it does because you're making a decision with God to agree with him. You know, I'm saying this message about giving 
Anyway, I'll get back to that. But this was for somebody. So now you know how to take authority, okay? You know how to take authority. And, um, and, and let me just tell you something too. If someone in your family is acting out or acting up or whatever, remember, stay and rest. You don't even have to speak to that person to their face, right? You could go in another room and deal with that spirit. You can. You can. And, and you know, because this way you're not going to get into an argument, um, you know, with whoever it is. But I've seen that happen many, many times too. Or you, you're, you know, you talk to another believer friend and you say, listen, let's just pray and let's just agree right now for this thing to break, you know, over like, you know, maybe a family member, you know, son, a daughter, whatever. And thank the Lord that he's working in them. Say, Lord, I thank you and I ask you to work in them and I receive it now. Because Jesus said, whatever, whatever you ask in prayer, if it's according to his will, Believe you have it and you'll see it, okay? He said, whatever you ask, that's according to his will. But if you don't see it right away, don't just throw the bat, you know, the baby out with the bathwater. Just know that it's in motion, right? Just like if you speak to your body part. I always say, if you're battling some kind of sickness or whatever, if you, the lesson is in the fig tree, Jesus spoke to the fig tree and immediately, when you believe and you speak, it's a spiritual law. It has to happen. It's going to hit the root first, and then it's going to go throughout the body. And I'm telling you, I and just think about it. With Jesus, he saw these things instantly, but then like with the fig tree, took a little bit of time. Doesn't matter. He knew that whatever he said had to happen. There was zero doubt. And any time that you speak and you believe and there's zero doubt, it's, it's, it's a spiritual law. It's going to happen, right? So in any event, all right. Um, oh my gosh, this message, this is what God, all right. I'm not even, I'm not even going to look at any notes because the, the Holy Spirit just is talking here. He wants to talk through me and he wants you to make your decisions with him. What are, and when I say decisions, I'm talking about your day to day even in planning for this new year, you know, um, what, just, just what is it that you have on your heart that you want to do? It's okay for you to want to do something, but make sure you have his, um, uh, you know, seal of approval on it. Don't make decisions without him and make sure that you're following peace. Let peace be the deciding factor. Listen, if you think about it, you know when you have peace about something and you know when you're like, you know, like you don't have peace about it. Don't do anything that you don't feel peace about, okay? And that's Colossians 3.15, that let peace be your umpire, the deciding factor in every situation, in every decision that you make. Don't make decisions apart from God, don't do it. I'm telling you. You know, and here's the thing. If somebody says, well, I don't know God's will. God's word is God's will. So, you know, you can just just, just read, read the word every day or listen to it. Read a little bit. Let peace be our umpire. Exactly. Yep, Stephanie, that's Colossians 3.15. Don't make, I don't know why, but the Lord really is, 
He really wants you to hear this tonight. Don't make any decisions apart from him going into this next year. Do you know that even before I do a broadcast, I say, Lord, what do you want me to wear tonight? I'm not even kidding. Like, what color should I wear tonight? You know, and this is not a bright color, but I just felt like, okay. You know, and like, I just had peace about it. I'm not saying I have to wait to hear, a, but I, I, I want to feel peace about it. And so, but I just, what I'm saying is I talk to him throughout my day, right? Like, Lord, you know, or, okay, this just hit me too. You could be driving sometimes. This is, this is just the truth. Boy, my hands look big when I go like that, but they're not. Anyway, so like, even if you're parking in a parking lot, you're going grocery shopping and it's packed and you're trying to get a, you know, a good spot. And I always just, I always say angels open up a spot for me, but then I say, Lord, which aisle, which, which way should I go? I'm always asking the Lord, which way should I go? And so help me something always, always opens up where he showed me that it would not even kidding. When you make it a practice to make God your partner, I say your partner, he lives in you, but you're never alone. You're never alone. He's in you, with you, for you, 24-7. 24-7, right? You have access to him 24-7. So you don't need to make any decisions without him. You don't, right? You just, Lord, I'm talking, I talk with him about the, just even sometimes the tiniest details. I'm not saying you have to do this, but... I'm just telling you how I live my life. And when you, I just walk with God. I just, I just, when I say I walk with him, I'm saying I walk and I know he's with me. I know he's in me. I know he's for me, right? I just, I just walk with him. I just talk with him. That's how you, that's the key to really living the victorious life is, and then you don't need to make any decisions without him. And if I don't know what to do and something, you know, rears its head and I've got to, you know, there's something or a storm hits or something. Let me tell you something. When you are walking with God and just a 24-7 lifestyle, right? The victorious Christian lifestyle. By the word, the word Christian means Christ in. Mm. If you don't have Christ in you, the Bible says you're none of his. You're not even his. If you have Christ in you, you are a Christian. You have God, you know, Christ in in you. Okay. So, um, just walk with him, talk with him. If you just make it a practice, I'm telling you, and you get the word of God, you listen, you read, get grounded in God's word, because I'm telling you then when a storm hits, your house is built on the rock, not sand. It's not just going to blow away, right? No, you'll have a solid foundation. Things around you can be shaken, but you will remain standing and strong. Listen, I had the biggest storm of my life in, in 20 years when my mom went home to be with the Lord this um, on August 1st. And I mean, the, mm, the storms, the family, it was, you know, you could think it was bad enough, you know, my, my mom, but it was the family stuff, right? There's, there's stuff, but my, I love them. And, and I hope someday they, they even would watch these. I love them. But you know, if they pick up the phone, then my heart's open. But what I'm saying is always love God, love people, no matter who they are, no matter what they've done to you. Doesn't mean you have to be their best friend and, you know, no, 
but make sure that you're not holding a fence in your heart because then you are in agreement with the enemy and you give the enemy um, permission to touch your life. This is huge. This is huge. You don't want to give the enemy any access to your life. Search your heart. Is there any offense there? Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Okay? Get rid of it. Um, you know, we are out of time, but let me just... Um, my friend Bill Fish is watching. Hi, Bill. Haven't seen him in, wow, a long time. Super man of God, just awesome. Anyway, I just want to say that um, if you're not born again of Jesus, if you've never made him the Lord of your life, make sure we can do that right now. I don't want anyone to be left out. Just repeat after me and just say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. If you're born again, the Bible says you're a saint. Say, Lord, I am sorry for my sins and I know that you died for me and you paid for my sins on that cross. And I know that God the Father raised you on the third day. You are alive now and you live forever. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Teach me your ways. Be my Lord and Savior. And baptize me with your Holy Spirit and help me to be on fire for you. Lord, I thank you now and I receive you as my Lord. In Jesus' name, in your name, Lord. Amen. Amen. And welcome to the family of God. God really is your father now. Now the Holy Spirit, God is sending the Holy Spirit, has sent already the Holy Spirit to recreate your spirit so you and God's spirit are one. That's 1 Corinthians 6, 17. Mm, so good. But now you got to get into the word because you got to renew your mind. You've got to, you know what, transformation only comes from the inside out. If, if you want people to see transformation in your life, you want to see transformation. Your spirit is brand new, but now, you know, you have to put God's word in here or you won't know what it says and then your heart and your mind will be in conflict all the time. We don't want that. We want you to be in alignment with God. Faith comes by hearing. Remember that. Anyway, I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. And if this has blessed you tonight, make sure that you share this on your social media. Let's advance God's kingdom together. Oh, Bill said, born again, baby. That's right. Hi to Esther too. Anyway, I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. And um, I'll see you again really soon. Okay, God bless you. All right, good night.